0: Thank you for allowing me to share some of my story with you today. I had originally been invited to share alongside Hayley Steele on Mother's Day this year about my journey as a mum. However, I was called away to be with one of my children who was unwell and had been admitted to hospital. So instead of finalising what I would be sharing about trusting God through the trials, I needed to be a mum in the midst (laughs) of another challenging situation. As I drove there, it was in the early cold morning as the sun was rising and the low cloud was sitting just above the paddocks. It reminded me of the fog that comes around us, the haze of the unknown day, but with a broader picture, I could see the sun rising, breaking through the fog that was hovering and seeming to dampen the day. If I had... had time, I would have stopped to try and capture a picture, but I don't know that it would really have portrayed the view that I had, the thoughts that it invoked. The sun was rising, the worship song was playing, the sense of uncertainty of what lay ahead, but also a picture of the reminder to keep trusting even in the unknown. The worship song playing was You've Already Won by a group called Chain and Chain, And the words to the song are there's a peace that outlasts darkness, hope that's in the blood. There's future grace that's mine today, that Jesus Christ has won. So I can face tomorrow, for tomorrow's in your hands. All I need, you will provide, just like you always have. I'm fighting a battle that you've already won. No matter what comes my way, I've overcome I don't know what you're doing, but I know what you've done. I'm fighting a battle you've already won. There's mercy in the waiting, manner for today. And when it's gone, I know you're not. You are my hope and stay. When the sea is raging, your spirit is my help. He'll fix my eyes on Jesus Christ. And I'll say that it is well. Oh, I know that it is well. I'm fighting a battle... That you've already won. No matter what comes my way, I will overcome. I don't know what you're doing, but I know what you've done. I'm fighting a battle that you've already won. I know how the story ends. We will be with you again. You're my saviour, my defence. No more fear in life or death. I know how this story ends. The words of this song so aptly fit my journey of learning to trust in God through the trials and the battles. Let me tell you a little bit about my story. Not all of it, but pieces that bring together a bigger picture of God's provision, hope and comfort through the challenges of this life. Many of you know me, so you'll know a lot of my story. But for those of you who don't, let me fill you in on some background. I have found that it often takes looking back to see God's leading, his provision, his place of refuge and shelter through the trials and the battles that come our way. I met my future husband, Darren, at Youth Group, and we married at the end of 1988. In 1991, we had our first baby, and over the span of 17 years, we had six children, Josh, Nick, Alicia, Ally, Lockie and Darcy, four boys and two girls. My story tells of being a young mum. It's definitely on-the-job training. Nothing could prepare you for the 24-7 task. The sleepless nights, the emotion that comes with being a mum, the swell of love and the fears of helplessness. A mum who made mistakes, but also a mum who loves my kids desperately. A mum who had to learn to pray without ceasing. A mum who parented children without technology available to them and then with an onslaught of technology options. And as any good mum, you must teach your children that they may not always win at everything and so they will tell you that I was the best at Super Mario on Game Boy. The end of 1992 saw the birth of our second son. I was 22 years old. A week later, Darren returned to work and late that afternoon he headed to the doctor's as he wasn't feeling well. The phone rang at 6 pm from his doctor asking me to come to the clinic because he needed to be admitted to hospital. I arrived at the doctor's to be told that my husband had an issue with his heart and needed a pacemaker. I was asked him to drive him to the Kerrang Hospital where he was put in a wheelchair and wasn't allowed to walk anywhere. What a whirlwind the next week was. His heart rate got down to 38, which apparently, if you're a marathon runner, that's okay, but Darren certainly was not. He was flown to St Vincent's Hospital in Melbourne the next day and I drove with a friend and my newborn baby. Josh was looked after by family. I had never driven in Melbourne before, so it was a steep learning curve. If you know me well, you also know that my directional skills are not very good. So I missed the turn. The trip was so much longer, but eventually we arrived five hours later at 10pm. The emergency accommodation promised hadn't been organised. I ended up sleeping on a mattress on the floor at a friend's house for the next four or five nights with my newborn baby and spending long days at the hospital. With my mailways open on the passenger seat, I drove back and forth to the hospital. My friend from Kerrang! returned home. I was on my own with my newborn baby. And mobile phones, I don't even remember whether we had one at that point, Um, but there was uh, little communication back and forth. When Darren went into surgery, another family from Kerrang was waiting at the same time for their loved one in surgery. How amazing is our God? We sat together. I remember the quietness, the waiting, the unknown. Darren and I were given Psalm 23 during this time. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. A reminder to keep trusting God through the valley. We return to Kerrang, My baby, Nick, who had been perfect while we were in Melbourne, even with an anxious mother, became very unsettled and the only thing that worked was standing up. We were exhausted. This continued for the next four months, pacing back and forth. I just kept thanking God that he had been perfect in Melbourne for that week. I didn't realise it straight away. In fact, it took me six months to recognise it, but I was holding my breath. Not physically, but there was an inner dread that I didn't express. Every time the phone rang, I was waiting for the next call that something was wrong. I'm sure this didn't help my already unsettled baby. It was my involvement in, in ladies' Bible study, youth group, play group, being discipled and discipling young people that I was able to place my focus elsewhere... It was through these ministries that I continued to grow in my relationship with God and developed a love of serving and sharing alongside others, particularly through the playgroup ministry. It was a special place for mums to come with their little ones. Ladies' Bible study was another place that was nurturing, having other mums to journey alongside and learn from. Life returned to some sort of normality. We continued to grow and raise our family together, with our girls being born in 1995 and 1997. Things settled into a rhythm and Darren continued on working, with follow-up appointments back and forth to Melbourne. It was during this time that we were informed that one of the pacemaker leads Darren had been fitted with was of a faulty batch. The plan was to monitor it, so it was back to Melbourne for 6 monthly check-ups for x-rays and tests. In 1998, it became apparent that the pacemaker lead would fail at some point. Surgery was required to remove the J-lead and replace it with a new one. So Darren was prepped for open-heart surgery. Sorry, simple if it came out easily, complicated if it didn't. So Darren was prepped for open-heart surgery. So the hospital waiting room, it was waiting for the outcome. Things went perfectly perfectly. No open heart surgery required, and we were so thankful to God for his hand over Darren's life. We continued to, attend, uh, continued to attend St. Vincent's Hospital for checkups. It was at one of these appointments in the following year a cardiologist who was visiting picked up another issue. Darren's heart condition had changed and his atrium uh, had stopped functioning correctly. We moved across to the Royal Melbourne Heart Centre for care under his new cardiologist. With kids in tow, uh, we would go for appointments. I'm sure the cardiologist thought every time we went back we had another child. Um, He later developed cardiomyopathy, which they continued to monitor. As I put it all together, it just seems like one thing after the other. But as we were going through it, we faced the challenges, at times with an anxiousness and worry, but we would be reminded to keep trusting that God had and would provide for our every need. Sometimes this didn't always come in the way we expected. We welcomed our two younger boys into our family in 2002 and 2008. God must have known that by now I needed easy birth dates to remember, and so one was born on the 7th of the 3rd and the other on the 3rd of the 7th. Our children, each one, a precious gift from God. Life was challenging. We had lots happening. Work, school, study, new baby. Children ranging in age from 17 down to a newborn. I remember when we told our friends I was pregnant with baby number 6... I was so worried we kept it quiet for as long as possible but our friends were joyful in their responses and some even squealed with delight. It was just when we needed, what we needed. I was so sick throughout this pregnancy from morning till night. I would go to church and playgroup and the rest of the time I would hibernate at home. Verses I had held close to me continued to be a source of comfort and strength as we walked through life At times it felt like he had to drag or prod me through the valleys. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Verse 10 and 11 of the same Psalm. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. These years were busy, challenging and exhausting. At times as we had children finishing school and starting apprenticeships, going to uni, leaving home. In 2013, I commenced part-time work in the office at Corrine Christian College. We saw this as an amazing provision from God at just the right time. Little did we know how great this filled our need in the years to come. We had our older three all move out of home and the need for changes and adjustments for all. Changes are a part of life, but they are not always easy. Uh, In June 2015, Darren had another pacemaker lead inserted This time they didn't remove the lead. They just uh, put a new one in beside it. In 2016, um, in my devotions and the things that came up, it was to trust God. This was just what kept coming up. Trust God. Keep trusting God. Okay, I'll trust you, God. Isaiah 40 twenty nine to thirty one. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary, they will walk and not faint. And some verses from Psalm ninety one Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my strength. My God, sorry, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. In September 2016, Darren died suddenly at home. His heart could do no more work and he was called home to be with the Lord. It was a massive shock for our family. Whilst we had lived with the knowledge of a broken heart that didn't work well, it still came as a shock. I can still hear Ali saying, Mummy, you are so brave. I didn't feel brave at all. I started out a young mum at the age of 20 and now was faced with being a single mum. I had a mix of young adult children, young adult children, teenagers and an eight-year-old. We now faced a journey of grief and loss to try and navigate. As a mum you just want to fix everything and make it better, but it's not possible. You can only love them, hold them, pray for them and walk with them through it and trust that when they are in their greatest need that they will know that God is the one who can be their greatest hope, comfort and strength. We were cared for and provided for beyond anything I could ever have imagined. From meals to financial help to practical help from friends and family, our church family, The community. We were loved beyond measure. Grief has no time frame. It ebbs and flows and sometimes you get hit by a wave that crashes over you, even almost seven years later. We have also celebrated joyful times together as a family, with weddings to celebrate and the arrival of three beautiful grandchildren to cherish. My journey is woven with the threads of God's unfailing love, his provision and care through joy and sadness, treasure and tragedy, hope and helplessness, love, loss and loneliness. He continues to meet my every need. In the depths of the night, when sleep does not come, he is there. In the challenges of the difficult days, the days when it is difficult to place one foot in front of the other and face the day ahead, he's carrying me. I am reminded often by my younger, Darcy, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I must utter, I don't know if I can do this. And he just pops out with that verse. There are days when I have sat in loneliness, and God is my comfort. There have been days when I have sat in despair, and God is my shelter. There have been days when I have tried to rally in my own strength and failed, and God has rescued me. There are days that have been like a battleground. God has been my shield. He fills me with reminders that he is the one who carries me. He fills me with reminders that he will be my refuge and strength. He fills me with reminders to trust in him. Thank you.